A year in solitude can drive any man mad. And sometimes it's the only way to rekindle social activity and awareness is to go out into the mountains, away from the cabin, and fist fight a mountain lion. On another exciting episode of the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast. Wait, governor. No, that I'm coming correct. Let me talk to you guys about something that they can do both drunk and high that is extremely pleasant. I think our podcast needs a budget for guns. Cowboy. Rowdy. Well, shoot, dang. Crack a cold one, baby. What is it with this fucking podcast? It's me, your host, KMBZ Barry. And joining us as always, studio engineer and enigmatic personality, Sebastian McKay. That's me. I'm, I'm an enigma now, huh? That's, I, 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 you know, I've always wanted to graduate to that level. And I'm just, I'm so happy. You had to miss like 50 episodes, you, but you did it. And it worked. <laughs> so you do kind of have the have the look of uh, Jim Carrey in Batman Forever when he plays Edward Nigma. Like you do kind of look like him. <laughs> I never thought about that, but he super does. Caffeine will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love that movie. Dude. I never made that connection, but that's perfect. <laughs> Oh, for the rest of the freaking episode, I'll be staring at Sebastian's face now and seeing Jimmy Lyons <laughs> pop up. Oh my gosh. Also joining us, as you can hear, a famous Monterey Bay comic and show producer, Michael Booth. What's up? How's it going? Very good. Thanks for making it. It was a good team. We missed Anthony this morning. He uh, stayed up too late on Grinder again and can't make it to the recording. So there you go. <laughs> I wish him luck. He's just, he's just trained in one good time for another, and I keep was telling him. Was he responding to messages, listen. or was he just swiping? What was he doing? Only on Grinder. I tried to text him and answer him on Grinder. I was like, I know you're up. And he was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I know you're up. <laughs> hey, while we're up, Fuck we're talking about, talking about such vile issues <laughs> and such things like this as uh, dating during a quarantine to the wee hours of the night. Dude, um, man, can I, it's rough. Can I just bring up? One of the number one songs trending right now is WAP. It's been talked about by everybody. I don't want to necessarily talk about WAP. I'm just no, offended. That's so I'm just offended that Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion, the Stallion made WAP before any guy made WAD. It's true, right? Like, you'd think... It's the funnier anagram. Where's Little Dicky on this shit? Like, where, it was like, so what, new that, so long before... Isn't that what my pony is? Ooh, that's true. That's it's that's missing close. the acronym. It's, like it's missing the acronym. The acronym is the exactly. real catch. Got it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, bro. He 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 needs to throw like some talk about moisture and a lot more D reference, and he could pull it off. But it's so vague; it's not on there. All the all the what nuance of uh, what do they call them. When something's like related to a uh, a dirty term, euphemism, all the nuance yeah. of euphemism is gone with WAP. Like there's one very slight one, but you get two seconds into the video. You look at the thumbnail for two seconds, and boom, you right. get it. Like you and know what like, it's you about. You know exactly. You what figure it out what WAP means immediately. And so, like the fact that no guy ever tried WAP. Right, and and you'd think they would have been first, right? Because what do dudes love doing? Talking about their dicks, right? Like, Actually, I guess they made like ten billion versions of Wad, and it's called the porn industry. So maybe that's true. Maybe got, maybe, maybe it did get beat to the punch. I don't know why. Also, you'd want to talk about your 
dick being so wet, it's a wet ass dick. Like, look, you if your dick is like, that wet, you gotta talk to somebody about it. Probably a doctor yeah, first, but get the news. Hey, are you like, supposed to keep it dry? Something. Like, yeah, you, you gotta keep it dry. Well, dry know, dick's man. not good either, though. If I'm being honest, you I mean, I'm just dry. saying. I'm just saying. Dicks like, are very sensitive. This is why we gotta talk about this. What is the exact temperament? Can I just say? I feel like it's one of the most poorly designed body parts of yeah. any animal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's D- like dick okay, humidity is what, never right. Right. Like, why are you gonna put this this <laughs> vital equipment? Yeah, I need a, I need hey, a two way humidifier this, to put in my crotch, bro. <laughs> Gotta ionize my balls, dude. What's up? Yeah, I need a boveda for my balls. <laughs> Like, that's wh- the, why that's the new Manscaped invention. It's a baldy ionizer. Ball Veda, yeah. You just set it in your <laughs> underwear for 10 minutes, your balls are ionized free, bud. Oh, jeez, dude. <laughs> I, just, I just don't understand why all of this vital and delicate equipment is exposed and not, like, armored or something, right? Yeah. Like, well, uh, I think our balls, they regulate our temperature, no? Like, no, that's part it's, of the that function? it's that their temperature has to be, like, one degree lower than the they regular body temperature. They react to the temperature. Why? Like, yeah. bad job, God, you fucking idiot. Like, why would you put this shit on the outside? <laughs> Can you imagine if your face did that? If it got hot and your cheeks were just like, brrr, start sagging down below your chin? <laughs> It'd be so hard to date during summer. Summer would it not be fun. <laughs> there would never be no, like, face. fun girl Everybody summer. Everybody looks like a zombie. You're like, It'd be like, hey, what's busted-ass chick summer every summer. <laughs> Every summer. Ass cheeks. Every summer, dude. I'm so glad nothing else is That's like the new song, dude. It's just back. Busted ass cheeks. <laughs> I'm trying to talk to the real girls. The girls tripping in the weekday clubs. I want to know what that's like. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Notice I said weekday, not night. I just want to establish. I'm not trying to make everyone my enemy. It's a very specific uh, group. WAP is a banger, though, dude. I've listened to it a handful of times now. The song, it's, it's doesn't, good. The song doesn't get me that much. Uh, I've listened to it once or twice. It's just, I, like the, I like the beat. The beat it's is dope. The beat is dope. That's the thing. All these songs that come out now, the beat is always dope. You, there's so many dope beats out there. If someone dares put out a song without a dope beat, uh, they're forever burned like away from When my, I watched the video, yeah. I was waiting for Kylie yeah. Jenner to like start rapping. I got yep. really excited. You thought she was going to rap, happened. and that made you excited. Yes. <laughs> Your standards. So you don't listen to a lot of Nas or like Kendrick Lamar. You I like do, but rap. hold on, hold on. I listen okay. to rap. Hold on. Okay. Don't get fucking all jeez. Okay. You wanted when to you hear see somebody. Mike. When you see a billionaire in a music video, you're like, okay, they're going to do something cool probably. Not just be in the video. I don't know. That's Opening my point. Opening a door. Like, what if yeah, she opens up her own door like, I thought line? she was going like, to uh, start rapping or singing or something. Like I don't know. Opening Kardashian doors, <laughs> or Jenner, or whatever. I don't know. They make a door that changes genders. Like I don't know. Get <laughs> the whole family involved. <laughs> We're back in comedy. <laughs> Do we have segments? What the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah, let's get into it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, we wrote some shit down to say. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's get into this. We actually had a wholesome thing, and I didn't mean to just derail and talk bad about billionaires. Like, they're, they're people too. But there's other things we can talk about that are more positive. And we thought of the best one. It's almost like it reminds me of like a, a Mr. Rogers neighborhood style like thing you'd see. But it's it's something you can really reflect on. What is some of the best les- lessons you've learned from or at a tree? Oh, a tree. Mm. Yeah. Trees. I think I think I've I think I got one for this. Michael, do you do you got Any one? Any tree. Yeah, yeah. Any I tree will I will uh, 
I actually I had an experience uh, with a friend. Um, I was I was this friend's uh, spiritual guide, as you call it. Uh, you're yeah. the, that is where that you is where you're sober drugs. and your friend oh. is on psychedelics. Oh, gotcha. Yes. <laughs> so the friend, I'm not gonna name who it is, but they they're on they're on LSD acid. They were doing. And I, they wanted me to hang out with them that day, and I just, I just made sure that they were okay, that they didn't do anything crazy. Yeah. And real quick, um, we will say the name on Patreon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, we're, there's this one tree in the middle of this pasture next to our place. And we're outside, and he he looks up and, and looks at me and looks over, and I'm like, what's up, dude? And he's like, that tree, bro. It was draw. He was like drawn to it, you know. Like it was just the only tree in the field, and we had to go over there. So I walk with my friend over to the tree, and he uh, he puts his hand on the tree, and it's like I think it's uh, fall winter time. There's no leaves on the tree. It's, oh, okay. uh, so it's kind of ominous. It's side. kind of gray and dark outside. Yeah, the grass is yeah, dead. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of I'm just kidding. like uh, yeah. Um, he jerked you off behind the tree, didn't he? Puts his hand on the tree oh, no, okay. and then looks at me and, you know, he's on acid. So I have to, I, I'm like, I start thinking like, yo, what's the tree saying to you, dude? Like yeah. I just start asking him, you know, I want to, yeah. I want to get like the, get into his world. He, yeah. 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 <laughs> he has the, he puts his hand on the, and it got so real. Like I, I didn't expect him to go this way. He put his hand on the tree and he looked at me and he's like, the tree's saying that it's really cold and it's really hard for him right now to live because he has no leaves and like there's not a lot of water and i just was like i was like yo is this i for a second i was like is that really what the tree is saying? <laughs> <laughs> he <got you. laughs> he's, he's what we call the like like type on it i was smoking some i was smoking some weed too so i was kind of a little stoned i was like yeah. yo is that really what the tree is saying to you right now and he's oh, like sounds real, yeah man this tree just like been here for a while you know this is nothing new for and it was yeah it got way too intense i didn't think it was i thought that he was going to tell me like the tree the tree is just trying to what if it got like really personally it's like the tree's depressed because his parents are getting split up you're like oh shit. <laughs> like, where his parents are, like, they're on the hillside yeah <laughs> parents said he, he doesn't think his dad's coming back pasture. after all yeah <laughs> it's like oh shit. his parents told him to flee to the pasture for better life and he's just in the pasture by himself like i should have been on the hillside with my parents this sucks <laughs> the tree regrets not finishing his bachelor <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. That would have been heck of fun. Yeah. I would have asked the tree geology. what its debit number was. I was like, yeah, hook it up. Tell the tree it's okay. It's <laughs> the last four of your social tree. Three 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 <laughs> what's that mother's maiden name again, tree, while we're at it? <laughs> Where'd you go to elementary school? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, There's a lot of great. That's my tree story, tree. though. That's a good just, one. That's yeah. You learned a lot about how susceptible people on acid are and how susceptible you are to people on acid. This is yes. a lot of important, like, red flag areas for you for the future 100%. for, like, all kinds of things. Colts, Ponzi schemes. You were building up tolerance. <laughs> and you were doing it in the safe yes. setting of, like, that is, is what the is, tree is taught guy, me, dude. Yeah. Yeah. The tree gave you a safe net to, to fall to see how gullible you are. It's like, see, child, you're kind of dumb. You got to be careful. Not everybody's a harmless tree. And you're like, ah, <laughs> I see. I see. And your tree, friend I learned. See. He's not good on acid. He's got to watch that shit. <laughs> got too real. Yeah. Got way too real, dog. <laughs> He's but not one said... of those guys who pitches a no-hitter on acid, okay? That's not his type. 
bang, 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 bang. Oh, I got <laughs> if by no hitter you, you mean he can't figure out how to manage to hit the pipe for like 12 hours, then yeah, he definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that can be a good thing. That's like a self-defense mechanism sometimes. Like you're so jacked up you can't hit a pipe. You're like, oh, oh, oh. Your body's like, nah, it's right. <laughs> I got some of the motor function still, bitch. We ain't going nowhere near the mouth. You're like, oh. I'm cutting you off. <laughs> you can't get the lighter to it. He's like, I still got this hand. You can't stop me. <laughs> your body's doing anything to keep you in check. <laughs> Oh, man. I, I learned some important lessons about trees. Can I, can I paint you a little setting before we go? Mine's not so ominous. Mine's actually a little more lighthearted at the start. And it's kind yeah, of short. Yeah, a word but, picture, um, man. Yeah, here's a word picture. So I grew up in, like, the equivalent of a modern-day Hobbit village. So my dad's 5'6", my mom's 5'3". Me and all my siblings are pretty much that or below. And my sisters are pretty small. And so growing up, we had this, like, small house, but we were small people. So like, it was okay. We didn't notice. And we had these little tiny trees outside. And I didn't notice they were tiny trees at the time. But you guys are familiar with orange trees or tangerine trees? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the branches shot out really short, like two or three feet up. You're getting branches already, big branches, thick branches. It's like bush tree. It's really short a lot of the times. Uh, so we had a couple of those, three of those in our house. And we'd climb them all the time, and it was fun. And they were small and easy to climb, lots of branches, really safe. And it was just we'd have a blast. We'd pick oranges, throw them at each other and stuff. It was great. So I always associated, because those are all the trees I encountered, that trees were safe, easy to climb in, fun. And once you climb them, it's a good time every time. Absolutely. And so I go to my grandparents' house at like 8 or so, and I'm like, they have a tree, sick, let's get to business. I know how this goes. And I notice right away it's hard to climb. It's not like an orange tree where you can just grab a branch. I have to like grab the trunk and try and like shimmy up to the first branch. So I'm okay. doing this. I'm like, man, this is kind of hard. And I forget what type of tree it is, but it's got the bark that's like thin and strong like kind of like not spiky but like really sturdy and a lot of thin strips of it constantly Mm -hmm. all the way around and so Mm -hmm. i'm like grabbing up easy to grab it's not breaking off anything i'm grabbing up i get to the first branch i'm like holy crap this is big branch i I remember like how hard it was to try and get my body up over onto the branch but then once i got on it i was like i could build a fort up here this is huge but then i looked down and i was like i've never been this high in a tree before i'm on the very first branch like very first branch and i'm just like holy crap and so immediately i'm like i don't like this tree this is a bad tree i gotta get out of this thing and i start to like try and find a way down but i'm like getting really scared so i just call for my dad i'm like dad dad i'm in a tree i'm like scared as all hell and he's like well you know how to get out of a tree come on get out of the tree and i was like okay and i just fall i didn't even try to project oh, how no. i was gonna do anything oh my zero <laughs> math i was like off and just go and so i fall straight into my knees like my body's like half like fetal position but still going straight down my feet hit the ground and my knees just go right into my chest and i just go and I boom <laughs> and just collapse oh, i get the no. wind knocked out of me my ears are ringing and i'm just like can't breathe like feel like i'm dying and everybody's yeah. laughing because a little eight-year-old just like, ah, crack, like i just got jacked you making up. that horrible sound that you make when you get the wind knocked out of you where you're trying to breathe like, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm doing the whole thing and uh, so my dad at this point is rushing over he's like it's okay just try and breathe through your nose you'll get your breath back but like i learned right away that like trees can kick your ass like not all trees are orange trees and i'm glad i learned that at eight off like a semi-tall tree because i've seen videos of people who are climbing like 60 feet up in a pine tree and i'm like oh no you're dead like you can't do that that's a fucking tree you just you climbed a building with no elevator yeah there's not a single not health you. inspector for that tree 
that tree's not up to code, okay? Yeah, I was going to say, that no, tree is, no tree is approved by OSHA. Like. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely not GO95 certified, okay? That's just going to kill you. And so if yeah. you're like 60 feet up away, you're like, <laughs> one hand, they're holding on by like a pine needle. And they're like, <laughs> and then, Wah! you see him fall. It's always like America's Funniest Home Video. And like they're interviewed after in a wheelchair. And they're like, <laughs> it's great to America showing everybody be falling from a tree. And like, yeah, no, I'm glad I learned that lesson at a young age. And I had a healthy, respectable height of like eight to 10 feet. Yeah, it's about your max. Whenever I see somebody climbing up like a big ass tree like that, all I can think is just like, that's not that's not for you. That's not for people. Humans shouldn't be <laughs> doing that. It's not for you, shit. dude. Yeah. If, for, I if I would have survived that fall. and squirrels. Dude, yeah, if I survived that fall, I guarantee you I'm one of those vloggers who dies falling off a building. Guaranteed. <laughs> like, that was the best thing ever that happened to me. That it, Don't get me wrong. It, I probably did more drugs because of that incident, but it kept me off the skyscraper shit. I'll take it. It's a, it's yeah. A, it's a there net win. What do you got, Seb? What's the most <laughs> important thing you've learned from a tree? <laughs> um, I remember once um, I was working at an outdoor uh, theater that had you know a bunch of trees everywhere. And I was wearing a um, like a climbing harness to climb up like the lighting trusses and shit. Smart. You're the only one of us who actually has gear wow. for this. Oh, I, I don't. I don't own this. It belongs to the place. But um, I I'd never fucking climb without that thing, except for the times where I definitely for sure did. Yeah, except but, for all the times where I was injured before yeah, and after. Right, where, where I definitely <laughs> did. But uh, one time I was like, I was there, and every I. Uh, I was working with like one other person. I was like, "All right, like you can go. We're we're pretty much done here. I'll I'll close up." Okay. So it was just me, and I was, uh, you know, it was like a Saturday, three o'clock in the afternoon, and I still had my climbing gear on. I packed everything up, and I was mm-hmm. just like, "You know what? I bet I could probably climb that tree and hook into it and just like sit up there, and I'd probably be fine." <laughs> so I fucking go, and there's this this. Uh, this oak tree that's probably like, like you said, right? Like six, 60 feet tall or something. Yeah. And I, I, I climbed probably like 20 or 30 feet up it, which is about how tall the lighting trusses there are. And I, oh, I just, okay. I just, I just hooked in the harness and I just chilled up there like smoking a cigarette in this tree. And that's I, dope. I was sitting up there just like, you know what? This is, this is the real shit right here. This is the real stuff. Like, fuck everything else. I'm just gonna... All I want to do in life is just fucking climb up trees. Burn down and trees. Chill. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was... I was... That was the most careful I've ever been. Where do you, where do you ash when in you're in an oak tree? I had where do you ash? A, um, I had a... Uh, I was just ashing, like, into the, the pack of cigarettes because I didn't want it oh, to, like... Okay. Like, I didn't want that shit going. I feel like that's not what actually happened. I feel like that's what you're saying because we all said nice things no. about trees. <laughs> No, because this was after the time that I got pulled over for throwing a cigarette butt out the window. So you best okay, believe. Okay, so you were you were already. Kind and that of, wasn't uh, the nervous. best lesson about trees. Don't burn them down. Your don't very next story is you smoking inside of a tree. You learned none of the important lessons. I didn't burn it down, and I didn't fall either. <laughs> okay, the not falling is good. Falling, falling while climbing is very scary. It There's really a is. never. Even, uh, even if you're, like, wearing a harness or whatever, too, because, like, man, that harness just digs in there. It's not fun. Yeah. I think I've told you guys about the time I almost died doing indoor rock climbing because I'm that big of an idiot. I found oh, a way nice. to, like, un- unsafe-proof the whole building. <laughs> I literally, like, 
I'm just there trying to climb buildings. The next thing you know, I'm working on a chain hanging from a rafter, and the guy's like, why are you on the chain? Don't take the rope out of the chain. What are you doing? And I'm like, ha, ha. And, like, the rope Sorry. I'm holding, I let go, and it falls to the ground. And it's the rope that's tied to my waist. And now I'm holding on by a chain, and I'm above the rock wall. I'm on the thing that the rock wall is attached to, holding on Holy by a chain. Holy shit, And dude. the rope falls to the ground. And yeah. right as I'm doing that, literally as he's saying this and I'm dropping the rope, I'm letting go with my other hand so my friend can catch me using the rope that was previously attached to the chain. And I'm like, ha, 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 And I grab with both hands, and they're just, like, freaking out. They're like, no! <laughs> oh, terrifying. And then my friend gets me after that. I put the rope back in the chain thing. I get it all tied back up. And I'm like doing it petrified now. The reattaching is like the scariest thing in my whole life. Because I'm like, oh if this hand God. lets go, I legitimately die. So I'm just like, ha, 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 trying to get in. It takes me 10 tries to get it in because my hands are shaking so bad. I get it in. Now I forget. I'm not going through like a spindle or anything like that. It's just a rope through a chain. So the slack and the rope has slack built in is going to go straight to my friend's hands. He's like, okay, I got you now. And they talk me down. They're like, you're safe. I let go. And then I just instantly fall 10 feet. And my friend just gives me like 10 feet to scare me, to like to kind of remind me like, hey, you didn't get out of that safe. You almost just died. So he gives me a little scare. And I just go. <gasps> and so after I got it up right, I start falling. And I feel the free fall. And I'm like, how did I fuck it up this time? And so I have this last moment where like, I'm an idiot and I'm still dead. <laughs> and then, bang, snap. And my friend's like, <laughs> it, just, it was terrible. Uh, so, yeah. What a shitty scary. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, one of my best friends. <laughs> and, uh, uh, thank God he didn't kill me. I mean, that's a lot of uh, yeah. leverage to hold the best friend card, but whatever it takes, I guess. <laughs> He's competitive. <laughs> oh, that's geez. good. Okay, so now that we know that what we've learned from trees, let's take the tree's perspective. I got in the spirit of Anthony's ghost. Let's talk about a 30 second pitch here. 30 second pitch for a superhero for planet Earth. And I know what you guys are going to say. There already is one. Captain Planet. Captain he Planet. He does not count. Not a superhero. Captain Planet. If anything, I think he's a child sex trafficker because he keeps five kids. And every time he shows up, the kids go away. And it's like, what? What happened with the kids? Like, where are the kids at? And you don't see the kids until he goes away. And then all of a sudden the kids show up and they're just, they would talk about nothing but Captain Planet the whole time they're up. It's like, if it's not child sex trafficking, it's a child cult for sure. I don't trust him. His powers are bullshit. He fought like guys who owned like landfills. It was like what? He was like be he was like beating up bad like landlords and shit. He's not really a superhero. We got giant tsunamis. We got like huge meteors coming to Earth. We can't we can't have a guy with a mullet. And also, only people who can contact him is like five kids, and they all have to have their rings right, on at yeah. the same Isn't time. Yeah, isn't that so weird? Like, there's not like a, a button in the yeah. White House or something. There's yeah, not a fucking no red phone signal. Nope, there's no Instagram account you can DM. There's no way to contact him. It's just the five kids. five assholes. It's I felt like that was teaching to us to work ring. together. You know? No, it's super Epstein, and it's not good. And we got to get out of that, so we're going to do a fat-ass pivot Cap on that. Captain Planet, certified, not Epstein-free. Yeah, certified, questionable at best yeah. is what we're going to call it. Also, okay. do you notice he's supposed to be taking care of Gaia? Right? That's like his whole job, taking care of Gaia is like supposed you to be like Mother, Mother Earth. It only ever shows him like seeing Gaia like once a week at her place. And she's like, hey, can I leave? And he's like, nah, bitch, stay, okay? Don't talk to my other girlfriends, okay? We talked about this. They're just friends. And like he keeps her locked up in the treehouse. He don't treat Gaia right. She never gets a word in edgewise. He's very, I think he's a bit of a narcissist. So, no. We're pivoting away from that. I want a superhero the Earth can actually use. A good one. So, like real um, superhero. Even a team. I'll take anybody. The th a team, uh, yeah. the Thundercats. I thought you were going to say like the All Blacks because those guys are buff. But yeah, Thundercats works. 
No, we can, Thundercast we can, doesn't we work. Can, we can import them from, from Thundaria, and they can they can defend the Earth. We already are running into immigration issues, step one, so I don't like that. But the other issue Superman's is they're not from our— Superman's an immigrant. Superman almost blows True. up the planet. The only He's time also there's peace white. on— Look, look at the storyline of Superman, okay, for reals. The only time there's peace on Earth is when he leaves. That's the only time it's cool. And then everybody else spends like 10 years going, what do we do about Superman? And then he comes back and they're like, fuck, he's back. Like, that's the whole storyline of Superman. Don't bring him back to Earth. Keep him on motherfucking Krypton. Honestly, I wouldn't go back in time and kill Hitler as a baby. I'll go back and kill Superman as a baby. I'm just going to say So there's that. As soon as, soon as he fucking that. lands in that barn. Um Oh, see, th- the Thundercats I don't think will work, though, because... Um, They're not from like our planet. The, no allegiance. Well, that, but also, like... Um, They're going to be setting think, up, like, offshore drilling for Thundaria. Like, hey, where are you getting all this oil, Thundercats? Like, oh, no big deal. Don't worry about it. Fighting crime over here. Like, I ain't seen no crime, yeah. bud, but I see a lot more Derricks popping up in Bakersfield. What are you doing, Thundercats? <laughs> I don't the trust other, The other problem, too, is I feel like we're going to run into kind of a... A branding issue with uh, Chitara, like it's gonna be a lot of. Uh, I, I I had this conversation with a friend. She gets sued uh, by Disney recently, Channel because they made Cheetah Girls. I, I just feel like we're gonna run into an issue where we're gonna we're gonna inform a lot of young kids' opinions about sexuality if we have the Thundercats. Oh, for real? No, there's gonna be a whole new fetish hey, app that's just tracking Chitara panties. It's gonna be terrible. We, She's the only guess. actual Catwoman. She's gonna. Dominate you porn for like ten months straight. Can I, it's gonna be disgusting. Can I say my superhero? You know what we should do for yeah, the live action yeah. movie? We should get Taylor can Swift in my... the bodysuit from Cats. <laughs> can we go to mine now? Cut yeah, to Michaels. Please. Cut to Michaels. <laughs> we to please. We established that Cats isn't feasible for so many reasons. So yeah. this is kind of a hybrid hero, okay? Um, I'm taking something from an existing superhero and I'm adding something else to make it the ultimate hero for planet Earth. Um. I'm taking Halle Berry's character from X Men, Storm. I'm I'm taking her out of X Men, and the only yeah, way the that her suit. so she's she's wearing the Catwoman suit. <laughs> she can still control she can still control the elements, right? The weather and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But now her main source of fuel is plastic. Oh, so she has oh. to like. She has to like use consume the plastic somehow, and then she gets power. So, and her I, name is Plastique. I feel bad. That's good. That's good. <laughs> That's actually. good. That's good. I feel bad though that you got Halle Berry working like a nine to five as a trash sorter. That's gotta suck for Halle Berry. Like, she's I mean, bad. She's dude, a bad when, deal. When Earth gets to go, and she's like. Like a storm's coming or something, she's like, "Nope," and she just keeps it nice for us. That's, that's her whole goal. Uh, we got she just tons. eats all the plastic and then she keeps the weather nice, dude. That's she's that's like, what we need. Guys, I'm trying to go to the Bahamas for a week. They're like, yeah, but there's like a whole no zone. Come on, please, Ellie Berry. Yeah, she, yeah, guys, garbage island. That's your home. Week. Like, <laughs> yeah, she lives in the. the <laughs> that's her secret layer is garbage <laughs> island. <laughs> what happens if you piss her off? Oh, she kills like all you with the a plastic gun. in your house disappears. Like you're driving your car and all the plastic parts just evaporate. You're just in the metal frame. You're like, oh, you bitch! <laughs> yeah, I don't think insurance is going to cover the plastic melting. <laughs> you don't want to piss oh, off Halle Berry. You stand up, Halle Berry. Ooh, mama! All your credit cards. Every time you go to pay, blah, evaporate. You're like you, ah. <laughs> you got to use Apple Pay for yeah. everything. I mean, yeah, hopefully she doesn't turn evil. She would just destroy all the You're things. Like, hey, that Steve Jobs, can you plastic. make an iPhone made entirely of glass? Because uh, Halle Berry is not having it. <laughs> yeah, the, the, iPhone, the iPhone 13 will be certified plastic resistant. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like it actually. I think as far as that's what Cap- Captain Planet was supposed to be something like that, but instead he just he 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 just did weird mind games on kids. And uh, yeah, Hall- Halle Berry's way cooler than some blue guy with the green mullet. Just yeah, why wasn't Gaia the superhero? That makes no sense. Gaia controlled Earth and all these powers. If you think about it, actually, let's 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 dig in a little quick deep dive before I do mine. If Gaia was like the planet and she was Earth. And he was like just turning stuff into like trees and stuff like that. That's like he was like doing plastic surgery on Gaia. Like, bitch, you need bigger trees. Bah! <laughs> like, I don't, I mean, I don't yeah, like I him, guess. man. He's, he's really, really like possessive. Yeah, he's like really interpersonal with like her space and shit. I don't know. He's creepier than I first thought. <laughs> I was I, trying to I, think I, of a. I was like, I was thinking of Nip Tuck, but I was trying to think of a better way to say that. Like, for the Earth. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Earth Tuck. I couldn't think of anything. It's <laughs> like, Gaia, you're great. You're great. You just need a little cheering up. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Oh, man. So I, I was does, that mean my... that, does that mean that Captain Planet's responsible for climate change? Yeah, what if he's <laughs> the reason for it? That's what it's called. He's like, Gaia, you uh, could be hotter. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> if you say That's just so. what's happening. I, I, I want to make Captain Planet's just made Gaia too hot. <laughs> All this, all this ice. We could do something about that. <laughs> Next thing you know, right, Greenland uh, disappears because of Gaia's whap. It's like, no, yeah, <laughs> not good. Not good. <laughs> that's why the fucking. That's why the fucking Arctic. That's why the ice caps are melting, bro. You see all these soggy ass polar bears. Well, now I know what the fuck is going on. Okay, you're gonna get wet for me. <laughs> Coca Cola commercials are fucking different. Jesus Holy Christ! Shit, dude. Oh my lord! Right, so <laughs> they can't Captain do the polar Planet bear drinking soda anymore. Does it work? Not Captain Planet. Here, here's my superhero. Yeah, what do you got? Thirty seconds. Jesus Christ! Save all the planet Earth. Okay. He's called uh, Moneybags Humperdink, and he just he's got cash like you would not believe. He's got the black card to beat all black cards. It's that true black where it absorbs all light. If he puts his card up, your debt just goes into it, and he just goes around. And nobody has to worry about debt or money if he's on the planet with his infinite black card. So and Jeff so Bezos, anything, if he wasn't an asshole. Yeah, it's like it's like Jeff Bezos if uh, his ego wasn't driven by like amounting an amount of uh, sum of money that was the polar opposite of like his dick composition, <laughs> and like if that was like this guy's focus, and he had this super infinite black card, and he just wah, and everybody had all the funding they needed to fund any venture whatsoever as long as it benefited the planet. Like think of like a universal infinite cap bank loan for planetary endeavors. That's so a like, superhero. So he's like good Batman kind of, but instead of yeah, beating people like, up, he instead just of, uses his money. Yeah, instead of spending his okay. billions on Muay Thai classes, he just like right, helps and, some small business owners. Suits. Yeah, like the, <laughs> not the Batman we need, the Batman we want and asked for. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> we just need Bruce Wayne, we don't need Batman. Yeah, he's yeah, like, well, I'm not the billionaire they wanted. I'm the billionaire who's yeah. beating their ass. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my gosh! Gotham, yeah. Gotham's parks are in such a dire shape, Bruce. What are you doing? Yeah, jeez. Or a guy, or a superhero who can just create a new planet and just bring all the people I like there. He's like, hey, mm. we're good. <laughs> that other one, we're just gonna slowly bump it out of the solar system orbit. <laughs> yeah, we'll just get rid of it. Eventually. Everybody thinks a comet is gonna ruin Earth, but Earth is just gonna drift away. Like, oh, oh, we're the comet. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and then it'll hit another like alien planet, and they're like, we think there's signs of DNA on it. I'm like, nope, it's all trash. <laughs> yeah, that's a good superhero too. Let's get it. <laughs> I, I, I think this is bit. the most genuinely helpful one. 
Yeah, and this one kind of fits in the theme <laughs> with that last idea too. When it comes to things in your life that are like down on their luck or not operating at maximum capacity or maybe they're just not working at all, do you repair or do you replace? Ooh, that's always the question, nice. isn't Good it? Good question, yeah. Good question. Uh, I've heard it, stereotypical it, it, things. It depends. It, it just depends so it much, depends. like how so many factors. It, yeah. We're going to mm-hmm. go into some specifics and see what okay. you guys think. Uh, I think each of these is different but also related, but it gives you a good idea of your general mindset about the value of things and the permanence of things. And the, the uh, it, just, it says a lot. So here's this. Do you repair or replace a broken car? It depends how broken. I, I've done both. Yeah. I, I try to repair it until I just don't want to fucking look at it anymore. Mm. Yeah, I think it, the car's value versus like yeah. how much the repair costs is normally what I okay. kind of... But so... also, too, like I, I had a car that I had to put an alternator in, and I found out that I had a choice between either taking the intake manifold off or taking the front bumper off, and I just got rid of the car. Mm. I, I wasn't going to fucking do that. Or I could pay three uh, grand for someone else to do it. No way. Nice. Three grand for an alternator. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because you had to take the fucking front bumper off. And I, yeah, no uh, way. I probably could have saved you three grand there. But I learned some important things from your answers. Seb, yours was based on the looks of the car, how it looked to you. I, I, and, I have a, uh, I have a Michael's tolerance. Michael's based on money. So you're both very shallow people. So... That's easy to distinguish. I don't, no, no, no. I don't give a shit what the car looks like. It could look, it could look rough. What would you do, Cameron? Would you I, repair I or always replace? Repair. I always repair. Because here's the thing. If I'm going to replace it, I want the trade-in value of the car. And if it's broken, that lowers the trade-in value. And uh, whatever the repair is, it's not something I have to deal with a lot. I just have to learn how to fix it one time and execute uh-huh. it properly once. And then the problem is out of my hair forever. And it ups the re- re- replacement value. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would repair. I would usually repair in that scenario. I, I, I always you guys, I noticed. To. Do not. <laughs> you well, I mean, always try I, to, unless you got to take two dude, clips off a bumper. Jesus Christ! You, I <laughs> well, had that, a situation that was the last where for me uh, because if you knew everything that I had replaced on that car, you wouldn't question why I got rid of it. Yeah, that's true. There There's lemons. There's such things lemons. I was gonna say I had a situation where I bought a truck for very, very cheap, like, uh-huh. un, like, like five hundred dollars, and I, I, I drove it forever. And then when I moved to California, I went to get the emissions on it. Oh God! And. uh the difference between Washington and California and what you're allowed to oh, have on the road is out of your extremely different. Um, the guy just came out of the shop. The guy just walked out and just went, nope. <laughs> he didn't even say yeah. anything. He you can roll like, down no. the street in a tire fire any other state in California. So uh, at yeah. that moment, I chose to replace, but yeah. I've, I've, I've done my fair share of repairs as well. It's, uh, oh, yeah, my it's... Gosh. Can I tell you a funny time I tried to repair and didn't, it didn't work out? I bought oh, a yeah. truck. The truck had had some damage, been re- rebuilt a little bit, but it's an older truck. I got it at a good price. But when I turned the AC on, it would go, oh. you get to level two AC, it would go, and you get to level three, and you go, and it did not sound good. And so four was so loud, it was crazy, that same noise, but exacerbated. And it would be like deafening through like the speakers, like, so not good. So I drive this truck for two years. I just be careful with the AC, never over two. Never over two. I yeah, live in the Central Valley. It's like 112 routinely where I live. And I'm like, ah, level two. So people hate going to my vehicle. <laughs> I end up uh, selling this truck to a friend later. This friend, not a mechanic, mind you, goes, hey, did you ever figure out why the AC was the devil? And I was like, no, I never figured that out. He's like, oh, okay. You know what he did? He pulled out mm. the cabin air filter. 
and it was. Have you ever pulled out a cabin air filter? Yeah. I, how, I've never how done often? myself, but how, how uh, often I, do you pull out a cabin air filter? I, I've done it. I've done it once each in two of the previous cars that I owned. Yeah, in my current car, I now do it like once a week because of this incident. There was a bird's nest and a squirrel's nest in my AC <laughs> filter. And so every time I turn the air on, it would just bounce all that shit around. Like branches and leaves and shit. For two years, I drove around a car with tons of fresh AC. I would always top off the AC thing, make sure I had tons of Freon because I only got two bars. I had to count. Every fucking bar had to count. And so I'd always, "Eh." my friend, one day just pulls the filter out. Oh, I spent 10 bucks buying a new filter and took the fucking live animals out of the air conditioner. And then it worked great. And so (laughs) I should have charged more for that truck. Is what I'm trying to say. So it that's why you repair, extras. repair, then replace. That's my yeah, point. exactly. Okay, so uh, yeah, so okay. Here's the next one: repair, replace, phone, replace. Um, I have, I, I usually, I, I've been really good about not, uh, not breaking phones. Like usually, I can get probably a solid three years out of a phone. Um, mm-hmm. But this one, you'll notice, is a little bit fucked up. If for those watching at home, uh, or those not watching, my phone screen no, is very, no very fucked. So, but I've replaced this phone screen now twice. So if I do it again, I'll have spent mm. more money replacing the screen than I did on the phone. So <laughs> next, so now I'm gonna replace it after having repaired it twice. Huh, nice. But well, the, I'll say this. The, the, the phone, like there's, it's, uh, they're just harder to, fix nowadays like they charge you so much more for screens and mm-hmm. shit. everything's like. getting more the phones are so expensive that's the thing about replacing too phones are so expensive yeah. every time i go to buy a phone i'm just like oh i forgot they cost a down payment on a car i forgot yeah, that it's, now. it's so I crazy didn't, i didn't realize yeah like what the hell the contracts there's multiple year contracts well, I mean, to get <clears throat> what used to be in every wall of every building ever and they're like, look how convenient it is to take the wires away. Now you just got to pay us a down payment on a car every couple of years. You know? <laughs> oh, don't forget about the monthly fee to use the dang thing. I miss wall phones. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, I like to replace. I have never actually – I've tried to repair one phone myself. And oh, it was man. not like a car. It's rough. Yeah. It was not like a car. It it's wasn't so a good phone either. Again. It wasn't a good phone for repairing. It was like some Samsung, one of the early galaxies. Mm-hmm. And, dude, okay. literally, here's what you had to do. You had to have a special tool to pry the, like – semi-plastic like circuit board moving pieces that are welded onto the battery you had to like de-splice them from the battery it wasn't like a snap-in battery so i'm like removing all these components and then i get to the step where like it's like okay pull it off of the heat sink material and i'm trying to very lightly pull this battery off of this heat sink material but the structure holding the like lithium battery together was weak and the heat compound i think had like some material that was like corroding the the plastic or whatever on the around lithium metal maybe and so it made a breach in the lithium, and I went to go pull it up, and instead of the heat sink pulling off from the battery, it went and snapped open, and a giant blue-green explosion shot out of the phone, and like melted half of the components in my hand, and I was like, ah! And so I decided, like, I'll fucking replace them next time, dog, because like yeah. you only got two hands. Yeah, well. And I'm lucky I have all ten digits after that. But there you go. The only the f- thing I can do in my life. Scary. Yeah, and the only thing I can do in my life that's even like semi, like. Hemingway is like to have an iPhone 8 still so like that's just what I hold on to it's like my last vestige of, of manhood uh, so yeah replace eventually be great <laughs> <laughs> what about computers what do you guys do for computers and before you say anything I know you're filling yours with lead as we speak Sebastian because you try and solder too much but what, um, what do you guys do typically 
I I keep the same. I I, re I repair it until basically the whole thing has been replaced. <laughs> like so you're you're in a constant state of building a new computer at all times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good space to be in. And then I've got a I've got a laptop too. That's like ten year old MacBook that um, was kind of. Can you on repair your laptop? Legs. Yeah, I put a uh, I put a I replaced the hard drive in it. Fucking works great. Okay. Nice. It's so it's so tight and compact. I'm always worried because like I get impatient with things. If things don't Working fit together instantly, perfect. Really, yeah. Yeah. They're I've hard. seen too many times where like very delicate things are very expensive, and I know that because I paid for them. And I'm like hold them in my hands, and they don't fit in right. I'm like okay, <laughs> and like I just have no problem with that. I get so much satisfaction out of like crushing computer parts. I don't know why it's like a primal thing. So it's yeah. worth it for me to crush a two hundred dollar video card. I'll do it. If that freaking PCI slot isn't where it needs to be, I'll make it there. I will yeah, make it in. So, I try not to repair a computer too often. It usually turns out bad. Last time I did a system restore, it went to DOS. And I was like, not that far back. No. <laughs> Come back. Come back to the Windows, yeah, Genera. Congratulations. You are now running I Windows don't... 98. When it comes to hardware, I'm not, Please I'm not savvy with here. that stuff. So oh, I'll yeah. do like a disk cleanup and a defrag and reset and update, but that's about all you get out of me for window repair. <laughs> here's here's what I hate. The computer world is designed to be as condescending as possible, like to the max. It's designed that way. And here's the example. I remember studying and learning about RAM compared to ROM. Oh, yeah. The, the read-only memory and random access memory and the difference. And, oh, I don't know about RAM. And you put RAM in a computer, and it's amazing. And then now I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get, like, 12 gigs of RAM. And he's like, yeah? DDR4 or 5. <laughs> like, fuck you. Like, I just figured you... all this out. You did not go fucking Latin on me when we were building computers just now. Like, you do not get to do that. <laughs> I, I've never played Dance numbers. Dance Revolution. I don't care what version you have. I don't want it. I'm trying to build a computer. And then, like, after you get the DDR memorized, they're like, all right, is it like a 2500 or 3100? It's like, you motherfucker, we already said numbers. We're back to numbers again. There's two <laughs> sets of numbers? You can't fuck with me. You Cameron, can't have wait, number, wait acronym, number. This. Wait until you hear this. There's even more sets of numbers. <laughs> Yeah, there's another set of numbers after that. That's what pisses me off. So and then they're like, yeah, you got a 3,100 quad-core, <laughs> opti-core. I'm like, oh, you motherfucker. That's, that's nice, oh. I guess. Yeah. And like it's to the point where like everything is like I would get all these nice parts, and I'd be like, okay, I got the DDR4. It's a 3,100. I'm getting 12 gigs of it. And I got two in the same brand, and they're the same manufacturing batch, so I know they're compatible. And they're like, cool. doesn't fit in your motherboard. And I'm like, I'm going to go. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm buying an Xbox. There's, yeah, rock power supply, but it's gonna melt. Like, ah, I hate you guys so much. So I'm done with computers. It's always replace. This thing right here, I can't. I'm. Wet. I look forward to when one part starts making a noise. If the if you the disk drive looks at me wrong, whole thing's going in the trash can, and it knows that because I'm throwing a monitor out there next week. It's like <laughs> it's like freaking decal for computers in my bin. It's not good. You don't want to be around here. <laughs> okay, next thing. <laughs> We, after that reference, we've got to jump to the next thing. Este prato. Okay, wallet. Have you ever repaired a wallet, or do you always nope. replace? Replace every time. I've repaired uh, a couple of wallets. I repair the shit tape. out of a wallet. Huh. You duct tape? You use duct tape? Yeah, a wallet had like a rip, and I just slapped a little duct tape on there, and it lasted for a while. It, made a, it lasted for like a, probably four months where the tape got ripped off somehow or kind of came off you know it lost its uh its stickiness or whatever the fuck and then yep just uh yeah so i've repaired before the same friend i had who bought the truck and fixed the ac day one 
he had a wallet that he liked and he started taping pieces that would like tear apart because the wallet was like made of recycled paper it was like an eco-friendly wallet and mm-hmm. then he replaced it with a duct tape manufactured in like a North Korean mine or something. I don't know. But he started slowly replacing it with more and more duct tape until it became all duct tape. And then he had like a – I don't know if it's a repair or a replace at that point, but it was all duct tape. And like there was none of the paper left. And it was pretty cool. But That's like I have the, a way that I – The what do you call it? Jason, Jason's ship where like if you replace every part, is it still the same thing? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. He had that complex. Like it didn't matter. It never had money in it. So <laughs> no. Uh, but figure I had a way of uh, of repairing wallets. Like if a flap or something like that starts to get loose, I just stop using it and I start abandoning parts until eventually, like all the credit cards and credit and like cash and coins are all just like, <coughs> stuffed into one like little raggedy corner. And oh, where like the like a, the middle part comes out or whatever. Yeah, it's like a leather like like wrapping. <laughs> it's not even a wallet anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, a it's like bag. less a satchel. Yeah, it's like one of those things. Those the salve paste they put on an open wound it's basically that but like with, with a lot more cocaine dust on it uh yeah it's like when you get a, the get a sandwich way. at subway it's just wrapped up in the piece of paper like yeah it's just my money wrapper this is just where it all goes <laughs> i'm gonna be honest i think my last five wallets have been people giving me wallets because i neither repaired nor replaced mine it's a great gift to give somebody man it says a lot when it's that many times in a row, though. I think my wallets, I like, get to the point where they stink like shit or something. Like, there's got to be a reason. It's. I think they do, just how, see you pull it out, and they're like, oh, we got to help this guy, you know? They're like, there's <laughs> no way he has a 401k. We should just buy him a wallet. Like, that's not good. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, if he gets this a one. new wallet, he'll think about taking care of his money. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> oh, man. It's really weird. I've never, I don't think I've ever, that I can remember, bought somebody a wallet or anything like that. I may have, but I don't remember ever doing that. That's a weird thing. It seems like a deeply personal thing to get somebody. Yeah. I, I have, like, my, in hindsight. I'm so particular about my wallet, too. Like, I, I, I was going to say, yeah, I, I think we're all, we all features. have. Like, no one, no one's going to buy me the right one, probably. I'm not a trifold like guy. underwear from uh, strangers. I'm like, right. oh, this is, this is a very I'm intimate just a, fitting. I'm a I'm simple, like, like see, yeah. just open... Thing. I don't like the trifold. I don't like the flap with the ID. It's fucking get out of here. You're doing so, too much. some of the stuff I've liked. Some of them have grown on me. And I'll say this: my wallet right now is actually one of my favorites. I shouldn't even be saying this on the air, but eh, fuck it, we can't travel anyways. Uh, there's a slot on my wallet. I think you guys have seen it, where I keep a little like pocket, like survival tool thing in there, which, as a coincidence, has a little small like knife for cutting like seatbelts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have traveled with this thing so many times on accident. Just you, it's, you get traveling, you pack your bags, you think your things in your bags. You I've done that. I used to have one of, those, one of those Swiss Army knife little card ones. Yeah, the belt one too. I've had a belt that had a thing in it built in, like a little survival tool thing in it, which technically has like a screwdriver and some other stuff in it. And it's like you forget about it and it clears. It's a metal belt. They see it. They go through the scanner. Okay, metal, boom, you're done. You're good to go. Put it back on. You forget, oh, I've got something on me. So this happens with this wallet a lot of times. And um, I never want to replace this wallet now because I've accidentally successfully smuggled so many times uh, so much contraband. I mean, th- like there's there's the thing where I keep the knife, but I haven't shown you guys where I put the kilo of cocaine. It's amazing. It's or a the really gun. big wallet. Yeah, there's a couple guns in there. I actually take a couple immigrants with me in my wallet. Uh, let's get to the next thing. Have you guys ever repaired a key before? No, um, a car key, yes. You have like okay. a, 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 a car uh, key fob, yeah. Okay, a fob. I was gonna say, I have actually tried to repair keys, like hard keys, before. 
and I do not recommend that. I would say always replace. Uh, have you guys ever broken a key in a door? Um, I've bent a key yes. once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking I busted about. Busted a key have... off in a car door once. Oh, car's a bad one. Car's a bad one. Did you have like a magnet to get it out or something, or what'd you use? How'd you get it? Uh, luckily, it was uh, busted off right at the where the key like little handle is. So there was just a tiny little bit. So I got some needle nose and I just Oh, that's a nervous pinch. That first I got on like my hand, I got on my knees and then just kind of did this. It was (laughs) pressure, like just squeezing the key. It was like, ah, and it came out. And I was like, oh, thank you. The first little bit of pressure when you first touch the metal to the metal. You're like, don't go in, don't go in. It's so fucked because you go to put your key in your door and it goes, tink. And you're like, (laughs) ah. Ah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you just have your nub. You're like. It's fucking metal. Fuck? Like, how did metal? Yeah. yeah. For a second, though, you're like, like you do that for a split keys. second. You get that flex going. You're like, yes. I lost my keys at a Seahawks game, and I had to drive. It was when I was in college, so I drove like two hours to go to the Seahawks game with my uncle. We get back to his house, and I realize I don't know. I don't know why I brought my keys to the fucking game because I didn't drive, but I left them there. Some they fell out of my pocket or something. Cool story though. My uncle. Call all, calls a lost and found for like a, a long time and actually ends up getting my keys back because they had a keychain that was my dad's odds. yeah and he gave it to oh me and I was like gosh. dude yeah but I had to spend like $300 on a somebody to come out and make a key for my car so I could drive home to go back to school <laughs> in the middle of the night it was so horrible so yeah oh. fucking replace keys but man it sucks to do that too <laughs> i've never had someone actually I take it back one time i've had someone make a key replacement but it was the craziest coincidence i locked my keys in my car at a breakfast diner i'd taken my mom out to breakfast and i couldn't believe it i was just embarrassed as all heck i was like i left my keys in my goddamn car and uh I, like i couldn't get the door open there was something about it in the breakfast diner is a family friend we know who's a locksmith like, so I just look out the window. I'm like, uh, I know you're eating, but, uh, uh. and he came right out. He's like, oh yeah, I'll make you a couple spares. And he's right there like, just got the door open and then made me a spare. So I'd have a hide a key. It's like, there you go. Wow. And I was like, damn, that was like the coolest hookup. But after that, I got paranoid. Lucky. And I saw one time my brother tried to unlock a door in his car. And as he's trying to fish something out, we hear click, click, click. And we're like, oh, you got it. Pull, pull, pull. And he's like, yeah, click. And then you hear click, 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 click. Like definitely mm. not a door unlocking, <laughs> and we're like, "What the fuck?" And then he opens the door, and it's still locked. But he opens the door, and it opens up, and he's like, "What That's the weird. heck?" And all hope of a door mechanism was gone. He now had a flap. He had a metal flap on his car because he pulled the wrong thing somewhere. <laughs> oh it's funny as shit. Yeah. So replace your keys. Don't ever try and repair a key unless yeah, it's a fob key. Out. Okay, so there's something that breaks sometimes that you really, you really, it's a little bit harder to, to work around. Do you repair or replace your pets? <laughs> I'm trying to repair, I guess. Yeah, you guess? That's a very lukewarm answer. Let's hope uh, Mother Nature's superhero doesn't show up on your ass. I mean, I guess you, you try to pet. repair until you, yeah, you repair until you got to replace, I guess. I don't... You repair, then you replace. You can't yeah, repair I think forever. that, honestly, you, you the pet forever. answer for me is the same no answer that I had for cars. Yeah. You replace it, and then you always look at the cost of the pet and then the cost of the repair, and you got to take some... It's I just like, like a car. It, it's just like a car. It's kind of like a car, I think. It's not for me. It's not for that's me. It's horrible here's, here's to why. say that, but I, that's how I think it is. What, what happens if you get like a $5,000 dog as a gift? Like literally no medical bill is worth it at that point? Like my dog needs vaccinations. I, like, well, we're going to have to just put it down then. 
because I didn't realize it was going to be this expensive. <laughs> so like this but is a purebred cane corso. If you paid five grand initially, then you, I think you're okay to spend that money, right? Oh, that's true. Now you have that floating room. So yeah. okay. So you got to look at the blue book of the dog. It's not just what you paid. You got to check the yep. blue book. You yeah, got to go to Edmonds. <laughs> you want to yeah. know the current market value you of gotta the dog. You got to do cost-benefit analysis, okay? You got to really think about this. How many <laughs> miles has it got on this dog? What year is this dog? <laughs> hey, man, you know, maybe, it's, maybe, it's, uh, oh maybe it's a rare model and it's actually gone up in value. We're, we're, we're narrowing it down by dog, too. I just want to say this. Some animals I don't think you have to repair. Uh, for instance, a parrot or a turtle, that's going to outlive you. That should technically be repairing you. So I feel no consequence about taking care of those animals. <laughs> that's twice I've said something outrageous and then says Michael, this is going to repair. I don't know what the... <laughs> Both times it was something outrageous and not funny though, so it was an appropriate response either way. We gotta, we gotta tip your freaking mic stand for some good feedback. <laughs> so yeah, probably repair your pet. Take you, a good chance. Yeah, you. you I, I think you it's gotta, worth it to repair a pet. You gotta try to. It, it, honestly, I, I've had some things where like a friend spent like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on a pet, and I was like. See, that's that's what I was that's what I was kind of yeah. getting at. It's like that's the hard part. That's where people are like, okay, just you depends on who you are. Depends on if you're gonna, yeah. I yeah, mean, you could help the person pet. with that money, and I'm like, yeah, but. I mean, technically, the pet do. to them is a person. If they're spending that much money, it is like another. It's Entity. like their fucking brother or whatever. Oh, dude, for sure. Like my 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 pets are definitely like children in my family because I don't have actually like kids. My pets get such good treatment, and if anything is wrong with them, it's like, yep, sign the check. Okay, yep. so I get it. But the hard part for me is after if you lose a pet, <clears throat> the idea of like replacing that is just rough on me. So I don't want to. I don't want to repair or replace. I think I'm gonna go with my wallet policy. Just let them do what they're gonna do. Tortoise or nice. parrot. Let them outlive you. Then you don't have to worry about either of those conversations. You can just bypass the whole thing. Get get a tree as a pet. If you can have a pet rock, you can definitely have a pet tree. There you and go. And we already talked about all the things you learn from trees. I think mm-hmm. the pet answer is just get a tree. Okay, yes. so how about this? Sentences. You ever botch a sentence so bad you were like, I need to repair or replace this sentence? Uh, normally just replace the mm-hmm. sentence. You yeah. replace it. I feel like the replace isn't quite effective as a replace because people tend to remember the original one more. They're like, oh, okay. Wow, you really fucked up. <laughs> like, they, <laughs> like they hear the second one, they're like, oh, so you're really fucking up here. So I repair it. I'll be like, I I, I, want to give you a good example, but it's impossible for me to do because like I mentally block out all the times I do this in my mind. It's like, it's I don't know, I don't know, I can't think of a proper synonym for that type of thing, besides a very dark graphic one, so I'll just avoid it. But I mentally block it out when I do this. But I usually try and repair. If I say the wrong word, I'll just lean into that word a lot. But yeah, I went down to the. the uh, uh and i'll be like opera house what's the name for the and like, opera house I'm like no not you know but the building that's like uh <laughs> yeah no i went to the opera i went to the opera house i know i do have, i know a lot of people at the opera house <laughs> they're like did you mean like a like an amphitheater i'm like no no, no i'm, no, I'm the opera in the house. opera now i'm i'm in the opera now <laughs> like i'll just go I'll, I'll change the whole conversation he's like because we were talking about our favorite outdoor venues it's like no i'm in the opera now and it's my life <laughs> so i usually try and repair i'm not good at replacing and when i when i double back i always make it worse I'll, whatever word I was trying to avoid, I'll say that word two times more than I did in the original sentence. Um, okay, how about this one? And this, this I'm, I think is going to be a tell of everyone's age. Repair, replace food that's gone bad. 
like a food item that either cooked didn't come out right or something in the fridge is bad or whatever whatever how do you want to look at it but how do you what do you do with food i i try to salvage it in some way mm-hmm. whenever oh, yeah. i think yeah. it's the case by case basis make use yeah. of what i've got there I have case by some, case, but normally I would replace it. Dude, I eat some burnt ass shit if it's the shit I made. If, so, if someone else gave me food and it's not good, I'm like, ah, okay, whatever. I'll just get something later. If I make food, I have to consume it now because I can't deal with the guilt of spending money on ingredients to make food so I can save money and then destroying the food with my incompetence and thus needing to spend more money, thus ruining the whole goal of everything. It's like it's like admitting you're in Scientology. Like, I refuse. Like, I refuse, okay? <laughs> I will eat this burnt-ass food no matter how burnt it is. I don't care if it's poison. The, the only thing I've not eaten is April tried to feed me, like, nine-month-old tuna one time, and she knows I love tuna, and we had taken this tuna out of the freezer a couple times and thawed it to cook and then forgotten to cook it and so put it back in the fridge. But then the next day, not cooked it either, so put it back in the freezer. So it was like freeze, thawed, thawed, (laughs) thawed too long, frozen again, shouldn't have been frozen again, thawed again, and this happened multiple times. And finally one day, she cuts it up into sashimi, and she makes a bunch of fresh wasabi from the powder she has from scratch. She gets this nice little spread put up, and she puts it down on the table in front of me. And it's this beautiful table with all these lovely hors d'oeuvres. It's all arranged immaculately. And everything's cut perfect symmetry. It's amazing. It's glorious. But all the fucking tuna is gray. And I'm like, I'm looking at her. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing all the work she put in. And I'm looking at this death tuna, which you can't consume. Like, I could see from a mile away. It was going to blow me up the second I got one bite of it. And I'm just like, oh, I'm not hungry, baby. And I just, like, roll over on my side. And immediately she hears... <laughs> from my tummy because my stomach was just going crazy. I was super hungry. I had seen her working on the tuna for a long time. I didn't see how gray it was. And then she's like, it's good. And she keeps on trying to get me to eat it. She's like, you'll enjoy it. I worked hard on it. And I was like, oh, I'm not hungry though. It's okay. I'm just not hungry. She didn't eat it either. (laughs) She didn't trust. I have a feeling this was her like Lorena Bobbitt scenario. And like, she was like right about to pull the trigger and kill me with some poison tuna at the last minute. I saw what was going on and she hesitated and we haven't talked about it since. But she fed it to the dog, and the dog almost died. We almost had to replace him that night. So fucking <laughs> dang. Some food that, you can't repair. Yeah, I'm with Michael. Some food you can't repair. Sometimes you gotta replace that shit, or else you will die. Yeah. Uh, I, with drinks, though, I'll I'll take it all back. Though with drinks, always repair. Oh, I've never had a drink that I messed up so bad that I couldn't put more of something else in right, it. Right. Yeah. Anymore. You can always you can always balance it back yeah. out and and be. Oh yeah. And you're good. Oh yeah, you it, it, whatever you do, you could take a drink and have like way too many shots or way too much mixer or you put pineapple juice in it. It doesn't matter what it is. You just take that and get a cup that's twice as big, pour it into that, and fill up the rest of the way with Red Bull. Fixed. Like there's no yeah. way to ruin a drink. You just need a bigger cup. That's all you need every time. <laughs> a bigger cup to dilute. What's the what's the worst drink you ever had to repair? Have you ever mixed I... a doozy of one that like just knocked you out as soon as you smelled it? One time I was trying to make a uh, white Russian and I I just went like a little too hard on the vodka at first. I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta balance this out. And by the it's like end- gasoline milk? I fucking love white Russians, man. Don't even come at me. Yeah. But by the end, no, 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 I had a put too much. Yeah. I had a cup that was like this tall because I kept like you know putting in too much to compensate, you know. <laughs> to and by the end, I had like a perfectly mixed white Russian, but it was like yeah. you know I had, a to, super tra- double I had big to transfer it into a huge, bigger yeah. cup like three times. Yeah. That's the danger of that. You keep going, pretty much. You're like, oh, if I drink this whole thing, it's going to be all that I do today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I had a friend who got me on uh, gin and tonics and, like, love gin and tonics. He got me hooked on them. And he would say, like, the secret is, like, tons of lime. 
and he would take like three whole limes. He would squeeze two from the halves, like directly in over the over the gin right away, over the ice, over everything, and just do tons of fresh squeezed and like tons and tons of lime juice. And I was like, dang, that's good. And so I got obsessed with this. And the spritzing is what I really noticed makes a difference. Like spritzing the lime juice over the ice before you pour, pouring the alcohol in, spritzing the lime juice again, and then pouring the tonic water. And so I got so used to this. I made one one time. And I, I got to where I could pour a lot of gin in these because they were so sweet and so delicious. I filled one up like nine-tenths of the way with gin and started just squeezing more lime juice on top and just squeezing them, squeezing them. I'm like, I need a lot of lime juice. This is going to be a lot of gin. I made a gin and lime, and I went to go drink it, and it was just like, and the lime hits you, and it's like, sour face. And while you're sour, you can't tell, but the gin is just, ah, shotgunning down. It's like boofing your face. You turn your face into a butthole with lime juice. It's not good. <laughs> And I, I learned like that you need some tonic water. There has to be some measure of tonic water. You do water. need it. It's, it's you, neutral. Yeah. I actually prefer them without any lime. I'm, so I'm just. Oh, yeah, my gosh. The lime juice makes it good, but you like. got to have some measure of tonic water. You Gin and lime is, is the neutral. freaking. Hot, oh my gosh. hot cold, I, like, and neutral, man. It's just like electricity. It's like a liquid version of a vape. It's like all you've tasted is like battery. It's like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, so I think we're down to, okay, the last two. We got two easy ones. These would be easy. These are simple. Everyday things everybody encounters. Repair or replace 3D printer. Repair, obviously, if I have a fucking 3D printer already. Obviously. What, what did I, I'm going to say replace. If I have the money for? to buy a 3D printer, I have the money to buy another 3D printer. Also so true. Replace. It's more of just like a flex move. Yeah, honestly, uh, I have a 3D printer, and it's been broken for three years, and I've done neither. Um, so I, I can feel like that speaks this. more to, like, how useful 3D printers actually are for most people, which mm-hmm. is, like, not very. Well, everybody's like, 3D printers are great, because once you get it, you can just print parts for your 3D printer. For your air. And it's like, cool. Cool. Oh. So I start, well, I mean, yeah, I didn't get to that level. Um, that's on the more advanced forums. Uh, that was page five of the tutorial. I didn't get there. <laughs> I wasn't going like, to click was, on that page. Yeah, I was like printing extruders. I was like printing like extruder mounts and like fan mounts and stuff like that. I was doing little stuff. But the thing that fucking broke was a wire. And like of all the things, the thing you can't print with a 3D printer is a wire. (laughs) The one thing you cannot cannot make. Yeah, the simplest fucking thing ever of anything that's ever been built. And so I have a a 3D printer that needs a wire. So I've done neither. Okay, last one. (laughs) Dishes. Would you guys repair or replace dishes? Replace, of course. Replace. Like, if there's a chip never that, replace a that dish. gets in you the say way. You that's so common sense. Like, it's the obvious course of action. Because it is. <laughs> okay, let me ask Why you would this. you repair a dish? <laughs> let me ask you this. How often do you go dish shopping? Be honest. In a year. How many times? I don't do really. Yeah, I I don't really go dish shopping, man. You don't? Okay. How many times do you break a dish throughout a year, if you had to average it out? I mean, I kind of, I don't really, kind of use, like, I kind of just eat stuff with my hands a lot. I don't really use dishes a whole lot. What the fuck? I mean, I, I use bowls. I guess I use bowls. I don't really use plates because I don't... I didn't realize I was talking uh, to a caveman. You got to have dishes in your life for this to yeah, matter, I Yeah, I, I don't really use I should have added that. Like silverware and bowls and cups is all I really... I don't... Yeah, plate. You've never broken a dish in the last year? Mm-mm. Really? Dang, I'm close. No. I, I, I feel like it's, it's, it's case by case. Like with, uh, if there's like a cup, you know, with a chip or something in it. Like, yeah, if I still drink out of it, it's cool. Keep it yeah. around or like try to, well, try to round it off or whatever. But if it like shatters, buy dishes, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, and most people buy dishes in sets. They'll yeah, buy, exactly. like four plates, four small plates, and some silverware or whatever. Or cups, mm-hmm. like eight cups. 
like a matching set. Oh, I always get the you, 80 cent giant cup that you find at the grocery store. Those are my favorite cups. I have like six of them. They're just huge <laughs> plastic cups. I love those cups. It's like technically any other cup. I don't know why you need any other Kool-Aid. cup. Yeah. You use it as a water cup. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I have it. I have one. I, I'm just like, I always have a water cup kind of floating yeah. around the house every yeah. day. And that's just normally one of those big plastic cups. I just keep refilling it. And, yep. So yeah, here's my thing though. Like I break dishes every once in a while. And I never go and buy the big sets except for like once every five years. So like there's this weird like bell curve of like have dishes, don't have dishes. Because I just like eventually break through too many of them. And once it gets down to like there's only two cups in rotation, then I'm like, well, this isn't right. I can't even have guests. So then I go out and buy cups. But it's like last ditch replace. I prefer to just have less dishes. Every time one breaks, I'm like, I'm never going to wash that one again. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a good thing. It gets I, zero I always, more seconds of my life. Yeah. Whenever one breaks, I'm always like, Eh, I guess I didn't really need it that bad. Yeah, because then you That's just wash, like. wash the ones you got, and you're you're good. Okay, so here's the takeaway before we get into our takeaways from that specific bit. Uh, who thinks they did more repair than replace? Oh God, you were keeping score. Um, oh, I yeah. think I, I think I was like fifty fifty or so. Yeah, I, I, I might have been I, I might have been more towards replace. Yep, I was basically all replace. I think. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so keep this in mind. Because we're going to psychoanalyze this shit now. If we're more inclined to replace things, how likely are we to be acting in the best interests of the ecosystem when it comes to our commercial use of like resources and you know, objects and items? Uh, not very. To do- I'll, I'll freely I mean, admit that. I don't live a very okay. sustainable lifestyle. Yeah, no, it doesn't say none of us do. So... If we get that guy with that infinite black card. Uh-huh. Captain Planet 2, we should call. I could re- it'd be so much easier to replace stuff. <laughs> See, there but you go. It'd also be so much easier to buy trees. Hey. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, that'd be cool. <laughs> so there's, there's always a way out, is what I'm trying to say. Like, don't worry about your problems. It's going to be okay. Like, credit scores usually go up over a person's lifetime. Damn straight. Yeah, just because the infinite black card guy isn't here doesn't mean we're not all a little bit part of that infinite black card guy. Like, honestly, I'd like to think that we there is a Captain Planet, and like all of us combined are that infinite black card, and uh, we build up the total you know GDP of the world as the as the citizens of the world, because animals outside of humans hold very little equity when you look at most markets internationally. I, so yeah, I don't. I don't... <laughs> I don't have anything for that one, sorry. Yeah, sorry yeah. <laughs> no one has anything for that one. That I, one is I, a game stopper. I, I have no joke for that one. And with that... What guys, yeah, what are you guys' takeaways? Yeah. Um, my takeaway today is that uh talked a lot about nature, environment, and earth. Um, and, uh, yeah, I feel like we all... All of us here at Cowboy Rowdy, we, we uh, appreciate it and value it and enjoy it and uh, want it to prosper and continue. So, um, Plastique was the best superhero by far because um, Halle Berry and Plastic. So, what happens when she dies? That's though? my takeaway. Uh, dude, she lives off plastic, bro. Do you think that's going away? I don't think so. Oh, wait, she's eating this plastic? Is she paying taxes on it? Can, that's her That's her source of energy. Okay, I'm just she saying. Eats. She's making all this stuff, and we're seeing none of it. Uh, anyways. <laughs> um, she's saving the earth, bro. I don't know. 
<laughs> Plastique was pretty d- dope. Of all the superheroes we talked about, she, besides Chitara, she's the one I'm most likely to sleep with. <laughs> second play. <laughs> Coming in second to Chitara ain't bad, okay? <laughs> and of I would course, sleep this is with all third, uh, the guy under, with the card if he under. took away all my debt. With... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to say, I'm going to take the real Catwoman over the fake Catwoman, okay? For crying out loud. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> you got to take away, Zip? Yeah, um, I really don't live a very sustainable lifestyle. I'm just, like, looking around my bedroom now since you mentioned that. Like, I, I think most of this shit is not recyclable at all. Oh, dude. Like, I have my, my light bulbs covered in tinfoil. That's just a waste. Why is that there? That light's not even on. The, the light that's wrapped in tinfoil isn't even the one that's on. I'm just wasting resources. So, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, that guitar, I don't think that's eco-friendly. Probably made of plastic. I got four plastic buckets doing the job of one plastic bucket. What is that? That's, I am the most wasteful person in this video by far. I, I, this this came from Indonesia. You know, how much, you know how much wasted travel that was? I could have just kept it there. I could have bought fabric here. Nothing in my room is sustainable. That's my takeaway. <laughs> I'm gonna. I gotta burn this shit down. My printer runs on coal. This is not good. Yeah. My takeaway is I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop trying to replace so much. Start trying to rep- repair more. Not for the, the practical benefit to me, but for the practical benefit to the world around me. There you go. That's that's gonna be my personal takeaway. Gotta have your heart in the right place. Yeah, man. And after that, I'm going to Starbucks. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Bring bring a reusable straw, motherfucker. Yeah. Reusable plastic straw that I reusably throw away every time I pull another one out of the reusable <laughs> container. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Peace right. out. Well, stay hydrated. Mucho take it easy, baby girls. Check me out on Instagram at campeasy.berry and YouTube at cbcomedy. I'm on Instagram, Seinfeld, S-I-G-H and Feld, and also Fuckerberg. Young Baphomet underscore on uh, Instagram and uh, the fucking Twitter machine. And I'm at underscore mboof on Twitter and Instagram and then Facebook, YouTube, Michael Booth. And don't forget to check out the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast on Instagram and also the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast on Facebook.